Hi, welcome again to another episode of When the Scriptures Become Real. It's again, it's a podcast where we learn and where we study the scriptures together and where we try to grow and uh, develop our faith. One thing that we want to study today, uh, this one's not going to be a super long one, I don't, I don't believe, but um, what we want to talk about today is things that you can do um, as a single Christian. Things that you can do as a single Christian. You know, there's a lot of times where um, I've heard single Christian say that, well, I can't really do this. I'm only a single Christian. There's nothing really that I can do. I don't fit in here. I don't fit in here. I don't fit in there. You know, we kind of want to debunk um, all those things today because there's so much um, that we can accomplish um, as single Christians. And so that's kind of what we want to discuss today. So what we want to do is we want to look at five things um, that we can do um, as single men and women that we can do to help uh, not only the Lord, um, but to help ourselves too. Um, But before um, we talk about what we can do, uh, let's talk about what we aren't. Okay. There's a lot of misconceptions about um, single Christians. So here's, here's some things that you are not. If you happen to be a single Christian, this is something that you're not. All right. So number one, you are not less than because you aren't with someone right now. You know, a lot of people uh, feel as if they're less than a person. They feel like they're um, less than their friends because their friends have someone. You're you're not less than. You know, you still are special. You still mean something. You know, obviously, you don't have that type of um, relationship right now, as some do. Which for them, if they have if they have one, and they're your friends, be be ecstatic for them. You know, be happy for them that. The Lord has brought someone their way and that they're doing great. That's it's one of the most amazing things. And it's other than uh, really marriages. I mean, it's the oldest institution, you know, and so if someone else finds someone and they're in that, be super happy for them. But that doesn't mean that you are less than um, because you aren't with someone. Right. So that that's the first thing. So you are not less than number two, if you're not. Um, with someone or in a relationship that there's nothing wrong with you. You know, I've heard, um, especially with working with um, teenagers and up to um, college age, they feel as if there's something wrong with them, that they're not having this type of relationship with a person. You know, they feel as if um, something is wrong with them, that they're isolated, that they're somehow, um, they're somehow alienated in a way. Um that's not true either. You know, obviously, like we said before, um, you mean something not only to other people. You you have no idea, you know, how many people uh, look up to you. You don't know how many people um, that you affect without even knowing. You don't know how many people are watching you. You don't know how many people are uh, keeping up with you. I mean, you just you just don't know. So you are you are special and there's absolutely nothing wrong with you, even if, you know, other people around you are you know, finding someone that doesn't mean there's something wrong with you. All right. And then number three, um, you are important, you know, so you are an important person. You're not only important to God, you're important to your family. You're important to your friends. You're important to them that look up to you and you're important to the church. You know, a lot of single people think there's really nothing that I can do in the church, you know, because, well, I'm not, um, I'm not, with someone. So I, I can't go to this couple's class. I'm not married, so I can't do that. Um, I'm not with this. So they think of all the things that they can't do. Um, but there's so many things that you and I can do. Okay. So those are the three things that 
um, we want to talk about that you're not. Okay. And obviously the last one, you are important, right? So here's the, here's the five things that we can do that is in our control that we, we can do in the church. So number one, things that you and I can do um, as single Christians, focus on your faith. Focus on your faith. If you look at your Bibles, let's go to Second Peter, Second um, Peter chapter one. And again, remember, we're using um, our Bibles. We're using uh, God's word to help us through this. You know, not what other people say. You know, we're looking at what the Bible says that we can do. All right. So if you go to Second Peter chapter one, um, verse five, Peter here is again talking to Christians. And he's telling Christians some things that we need to have into our lives, right? So verse five, and it says, and besides this, giving all diligence. Let's let's stop right there for a second. You know, as a um as a single person and as a single Christian, you have you and I, I'm including myself in this, you and I, we have so much time on our hands to do a lot of things. And we have our health, we have our energy. We have our bodies. We have so much that we can do. But here, spiritually, you know, we give diligence to a lot of other things in our lives. You know, we give diligence to how we look on the outside. You know, I actually, you know, I just got done working out. But, you know, we give so much diligence on our bodies, on working out, on eating right, on looking the right way. We want to look okay. Um, but but Peter says here, you know, that's that's fine and great to look great. But, you know, that again, that's not going to get you anywhere uh, in the end. But he says, give all diligence to something else, you know, give some diligence to the inward man. You know, everyone else sees the outside, you know, but give some diligence and give some time and some effort and some energy for the inside, for the spiritual man. So watch this. If you keep reading, besides all this, giving all diligence, add to your faith. If you start with there just for a quick second, I want you to notice it doesn't say add to your friend's faith. Um, it doesn't say add to this person's faith or that person's faith. You know, as much as you want to help people and as much as you care for people, you can't you can't add these attributes to other people's faith. You know, you just can't do it. You know, they have to want it for themselves. You can teach it. You can encourage it, um, but you can't add it for them. You know, they have to want to add it. And so the thing that we can do um, as single Christians is add this stuff to our own personal faith. And so it says this, add to your faith virtue. And to virtue, knowledge, and to knowledge, temperance, and to temperance, patience, and to patience, godliness, and to godliness, brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness, charity. And if these things be in you and abound, they can make you that ye shall be neither barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. And so those are some attributes that we can add to our lives. You know, when we talk about this, we got to think about this was written long ago. And I did some research on this. I actually had to do this while I was in the in the school of preaching. Um, you know, the Greeks loved music um, and they loved to hear harmony. They loved to um, hear the acoustics of when people would sing together. Right. So here. Peter is using this analogy, you know, back then with the Greeks, they loved to hear harmony. They loved to hear things harmonized together. So here, Peter's saying, harmonize these things in your life. When you add this part to your life, then add this, then add this part, then add this one. Kind of it, it's like a beautiful chain. It's like a it's like a melodious note. 
that's a melodious spiritual note in your life. So if you add these things to your faith, but not only add them, but abound in them, you know, as single Christians, there's again, like we said, we got so much time to focus on all of this stuff right now that we can abound in our faith. And so that we can neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of Christ. So the first thing that we can do, we can focus on our faith Two, second thing that we can do as single Christians. We can serve and specifically serve the widows, serve the elderly and serve children. Look at this. If you go to James chapter one, James chapter one, and uh, let's jump down to verse 27. Pure religion and undefiled before God and the Father is this, to visit the fatherless and the widows in their affliction and to keep himself unspotted from the world. You know, and so pure religion is is this, to visit the fatherless, visit the widows. You know, one thing that, um, you know, I can't do it all the time, but I can do better at it for sure. You know, after service as a single guy and as a single young lady, Go around and, and talk to the widows, you know, go around and, and see how they're doing. You know, there's there's a um, there's a widow at the congregation where I am and she loves music. She loves to sing. And, and I like to sing as well. And, uh, you know, she likes to talk to me sometimes about certain songs that she likes and songs that she likes to hear and songs that she wants me to lead and songs that uh, really mean something to her. You know, just just to talking, you know, older, older people like that, they just love to talk to to uh to younger guys and younger women. They love to, to spread that knowledge, to spread what they know. Um, you know, that's one thing that we can really do. We can really affect the congregation by focusing on the widows. You know, there's things and there's events for widows to where we make widows baskets and, you know, we go deliver it to the widow's house. You know, there's, there's so many things that we can do to help um, just encourage the widows and encourage the elderly. You know, there's a lot that we can do, but then also, with children, you know, as a single guy and as a single young lady, there's a lot of things that you can do with the kids. You know, every congregation I've ever been to is always looking for Bible class teachers, always, either for just a regular Bible class term or for VBS or whatever events going on a youth day, whatever it is, they're always looking for teachers. And that's our time um, as young people to step up and to teach, you know, I, you know, teaching the little kids, is, that's one of the funnest things ever. You know, and then to teach teenagers is great. Teach college age is great. Teaching um, adult Bible class is great. You know, those are some things that I can do right now. Those are the things that you can do right now as a single Christian. You can serve the congregation. And that's what we're supposed to do, right? I think one misconception about, not misconception, but one thing that um, a lot of single people are very entitled that, you know, well, I deserve this or the congregation should do this for us and this for us. No, let's, what can you do for the congregation? You know, what can you do? How can you teach? How can you affect, you know, not, not so much as who can serve you, um, but more of how can, um, how can you serve? Right. So that's what one thing we can do as well. Number three, we can learn from those that are wiser than us. Um, if you look at Proverbs chapter 17, uh, Proverbs chapter 17, the book of wisdom, Really, the book of practical wisdom stuff. Never, you know, this stuff. It's it's even practical for today. Uh, Proverbs chapter seventeen, and let's start in verse uh, ten. You know, talks about wisdom and learning. You know, if you you know you can learn. You know, the easy way or you can learn the hard way. But here in verse ten, it says reproof 
enters more into a wise man than a hundred stripes into a fool. And so as single people right now, let's learn from our mistakes. Let's learn from our failures so that, you know, life won't have to do that for us. You know, let's learn from our failures and learn um, from our mistakes. And again, if you stay in Proverbs, if you go back to chapter 14, Proverbs 14, and if you uh, look at verse 33, says wisdom resteth in the heart of him that hath understanding, but that which is in the midst of fools is made known. And so, again, wisdom is something that we can always strive for and that we want to get. And again, you know, if you look in Luke 2.52, even Christ himself, you know, the Bible talks about in Jesus increase in wisdom and in stature and in favor, not only with God, but with man. And so as single people, this is our time uh, to do that stuff, you know, and we have all the time in the world. All right. And so learn from those that are wiser than you. Then number four, another thing we can do. We can give more, not, you know, obviously monetarily. Yes, we can. But I'm, I'm talking about the intangible things. You know, we can give more of our time to the church. We can give more of our talents. We can give more of our effort. We can give more of our energy. You know, I know some some older people that are so bitter because of their health, because of how they feel every single day. And they complain about it, how they feel every single day. Right now, you and I, especially if you're younger, you have all the health in the world. You have all the time. You have the energy. You know, the Bible says strength is with the youth. We have strength to do so much. You know, why not use it right now? There's some older people right now that would kill to do what you and I can do right now. So let's let's just do what we can. You know, use your body, use your time, use your intellect, use whatever you can uh, to serve God. And, you know, that's that's the thing. He wants everything from us. So let's let's give it to him. And the last thing that we can do as single Christians, this is the time to develop your prayer life and to become dependent on God. Let's look at this example. Go to um, Matthew chapter. um, Let's go to Matthew chapter six. That's where I want to go. Matthew chapter six. And here we have Christ. Uh, basically, you know, the Sermon on the Mount, but he's giving an example. He's giving an example of a man that that prayed so openly and prayed so eloquently and wanted everyone else to hear his awesome prayer. Right. But this is the example that he gives to us of what we should do. Let's start in verse five and he'll tell us what not to do. Uh, and when thou prayest, thou shalt not be as the hypocrites are. For they love to pray standing in the synagogues and in the corners of the streets that they might be seen of men. But verily, I say unto you, they have their reward. So those, you know, first of all, Christ says, don't do these things just so other people can recognize you. Um, don't do these things just so that you can be seen of other people, because that pat on the back, that good job, that's other people's reward. Obviously, those aren't bad things to get, um, but that shouldn't be your motivation to do things right. Uh, but verse six, this is very special. But thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet. And when thou hast shut the door, pray to thy father, uh, which is in secret. And thy father, which sees in secret, shall reward thee openly. And so this is the time for us as single people to develop our prayer life, develop time to talk with God and become dependent on him. You know, here it says pray in secret, you know, just talk to God, be become dependent on him. Here's one thing that I challenge you to do. And this is something that I do and it works for me. And I challenge 
uh, to do it for you. Now, some people, when you do this, some people will look at you like you're crazy, but it's kind of worth it. You know, when you go, sometimes I like to go out before I work out. You know, I like to go out for my uh, morning walk kind of around the block. You know, I've walked this block for years since I was in middle school and I kind of just like to walk around there. And what I like to do is when I'm walking there and, you know, you know, wave to the neighbors and things of that that sort. But I'll pretend as if while I'm walking, I'll I'll kind of pray out loud. You know, it's kind of a, a, a whisper to where. It's like Christ and God is kind of walking with me, you know, and I kind of talk out loud to him and, you know, I pray about things and I, I pray for wisdom and I pray for guidance and I pray for strength and um, I pray for a lot of other things. But it it really does feel like you're really having a conversation with a friend, you know, and it's it kind of changed my prayer life doing it. You know, it, it's not that it's not necessarily you know, the conventional way of prayer, you know, to where you close your eyes and, and do that. But it's kind of where I really try to make it as personal as possible. And I want to show God that, you know, no matter what happens, you know, I want to be dependent on him. And one thing, last thing we want to look at is one thing about prayer life and one thing about being a single person, you have a lot of dreams and you have a lot of desires and you have a lot of things and goals that you want to meet. Um, But here's something. If we stay faithful and if we do these five things on the list, this is one thing that God will do. If you go to Psalm chapter 37, Psalm chapter 37, verse four, this is one thing that God will do. Verse four, delight thyself in the Lord. So if you focus on your faith, are you delighting yourself in the Lord? Yes. If you serve the widows and the elderly and the children, are you delighting yourself in the Lord? Yes. When you're learning from those that are wiser than you, are you delighting yourself in the Lord? Yes. When you give more of your time, of your talents, of your effort and your energy to God, are you delighting yourself in the Lord? Yes. If you're developing your prayer life and becoming dependent on God, are you delighting yourself in the Lord? Yes. So if you do all those things, he will give you the desires of your heart. That's what the verse says. And God knows you better than anyone else. You know, he knows how many hairs on your head. And so he knows you have desires. He knows that. But if you right now dedicate yourself to him and dedicate yourself to this list, God will give you those desires. And when God gives stuff, he only gives the best. You know, he's not going to give you scraps. He's not going to give you less than, you know, he's going to give you the best that he has to offer for you. And that's that's just an amazing thought. And so that kind of that should keep you going, you know, as a single person. So single um, guys and girls out there continue to, to do those things, you know, focus on your faith, serve, learn from those, um, give more of your time, of your talents and develop your prayer life, because this is the time to do it now. Um, so I enjoyed studying that with you. Um, I'm not only talking to you guys or whoever's listening, but I'm talking to myself, too. So hopefully uh, we continue to uh, follow this list and work and develop our faith towards God. Uh, Thank you so much. And also continue to subscribe. You can subscribe here. You can subscribe on iTunes. You can subscribe on uh, my Twitter page. You can subscribe on LinkedIn. There's so many ways you could subscribe and listen and uh, more episodes coming soon. Also, I'll have some where um, I'll have some episodes with my dad pretty soon. And then also, Lord willing, if we can get it together on a certain day, I haven't decided, but 
uh, on a certain day of the week, I'll also have a kind of a lady segment to where um, my mom will also um, talk about some things and we'll, we'll kind of discuss that, but that's in the works too. Um, so we got some great things happening, um, great evangelistic um, opportunities happening here. Hopefully there's some great evangelistic uh, opportunities happening where you are. Um, let's just continue to grow and um, develop our faith. Thank you.